The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Father, we thank you. Your name is a strong tower. We, the righteous, we run into it and we are safe. <laughs> we are safe. Everything the enemy has intended for evil, to kill, to steal, and to destroy, we thank you that you are turning it around for good. As we abide with you in the safe place, as we abide under the shadow of your Almighty, send your word to us again this morning. The word for the season, strengthen our hearts, renew our minds, grant us confidence and boldness to stand at the gate and to speak victory against the onslaught of the enemy. We pray that you will have your will in our midst this morning. In Jesus' mighty name. And the people of God shouted a loud amen. And you can shout a loud amen right where you are in your living room. Glory, glory be to God. Again, we welcome you to each church this morning. Um, please get connected with us in the word and receive all that God has for you this season. We've been doing this series um, themed solutions provider. We said at the beginning of this month and we're talking about how through the help of the Holy Spirit we can experience wholeness. Um, we recognize that in this life there may be challenges here and there but bless God we are not alone. Jesus told us that. I will pray the Father, he will send you another helper, another comforter, another parakletos. And we are using this name for him in this season, another solutions provider. And he will be with you. And what we've been establishing or what we've established is that any believer that carries the spirit of God within him has the solutions provider living with him. And that means whatever solutions you need in any aspect of your life, in every season, particularly times like this, um, you can access those answers and that solution. And I said at the beginning of this teaching, of this series, there are two parts to this message. We've been focusing on just one part all through this month. Um, the fact that the Holy Spirit is a solutions provider and is your and my solutions provider. Um, I want you to declare that right where you are, that the Holy Ghost is my solutions provider. The Holy Ghost is my helper. The Holy Ghost is my comforter. He's my paracletos. But then there's the other side, and by God's grace, we'll get into that um, from next month, um, where, um, because by the fact that we carry the solutions provider in us, we ourselves are solutions providers. Um, there are there's a need for solutions all over the world now. And I want you to know, child of God, particularly in your own personal life, you are the one that God is going to use through his spirit working in your life to bring about the manifestations of those solutions. And it's not limited to just your life. It's also the life of other people. So because of time, I'm just going to jump into where we left off in our last teaching, the midweek service. Um, for those of you that may just be joining us in this teaching and you want to catch up, um, I want you to go to our audio teaching archives on SoundCloud media. Please just project um, where they can go, and we will probably send the details to your phones in your chat groups. You can catch up on what we've been talking about 
So you can follow this teaching because all through the month of August, um, April, we are still going to be talking about solutions. We stopped last Wednesday, last Wednesday in Genesis chapter 3 verse 9. After Adam's life or his world came crumbling down, God came to him, Genesis chapter 3 verse 9. The Lord said unto Adam, where are you? And that's a question we are posing to you again this morning. Where are you? We've been teaching that you need to be in a safe place. Where are you? Are you in the safe place? You can remove Adam's name in that text and put your name there. Tunde, where are you? Are you in the safe place where you ought to be? Or are you in an unsafe place? So we've said fear is an unsafe place to be. If you are in fear, if you are in worry, if you are in doubt, which is where Adam was. And that's why God was asking him that question. If you read verse 10, Adam said, I had your voice in the garden and I was afraid. That's an unsafe place to be, particularly when your world has come crumbling down. You see, this global, international, national, and in some cases, generational issues, it boils down to one thing at the end of the day. It's going to become personal problems. And here was Adam in a personal crisis. And instead of running into a safe place, maybe he didn't know how to, maybe he had forgotten how to, he was staying in an unsafe place, in a place of fear. So I want to challenge everyone, come out of every unsafe place. Um, you, you've got to deal with fear. You've got to deal with worry. You've got to deal with being anxious. You've got to deal with any negative thing. And if you really go back to the teachings we've had, um, we've shown you the unsafe places and we've shown you the safe places. Um, I want to talk to you this morning about what I've titled solutions everywhere. There are solutions everywhere. If you are not careful, all you will be seeing is problems everywhere. All you will be seeing is negative things everywhere. But I want you to know, child of God, if you know how to look with the eye of the Spirit... Particularly if you operate by the, in the realm of the Spirit and by the help of the Holy Spirit, you will be seeing solutions everywhere. Hallelujah. And the first thing I want to establish this morning is that before the problem came, before the questions arose, ever before it showed up, look, if you can understand this principle, I mean, you are well on your way. Before the problem came, before COVID-19 hit, before the crisis hit, God had already provided the solution and the answers. <laughs> you ought to shout hallelujah to that. Before the problem came, that is the MO of God. That is the system of God. We've talked about Joseph quite a lot in this teaching. And many of us are familiar with the story of Joseph, Joseph in the book of Genesis. Um, Genesis 41 tells us when Joseph came to power. So Pharaoh had a dream, you know the story, and in that dream, there were going to be seven years of abundance, and then after the seven years of abundance, the seven years of famine will now start. Notice God did not start dealing with the famine the day Pharaoh had the dream. The Bible told us God had planted a dream in Joseph's heart when he was a teenager, tens of years before that time. And God had processed Joseph to the point where the day Pharaoh had a dream, which was still seven years before the, the um, famine was going to come or the disaster was going to come. 
the solution was always or, or, um, was ready. The solution provider that God was going to use, Joseph, was ready. I love what Pharaoh said when they brought Joseph to his presence. Genesis 41. You know, he, he came before Pharaoh. He interpreted the dream of Pharaoh. And he proffered the solution to the seven years of famine. This is what God is telling you to do, Pharaoh. Set aside 20% in these seven years of abundance. And look at what Pharaoh said. Verse 37 of Genesis 1. So the advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find such a one as this man? A man in whom the spirit of God is. I mean, that's it. This is at least 14 years or seven years before the problem was going to hit. And God had been um, working on Joseph long before that. And this is how God operates. Before the disaster hit. So before this problem came, um, I don't know how it hit you. I'm hearing some leaders say they were blindsided. I'm surprised why anybody should be blindsided by these things. Even Hollywood had made so many films about this kind of thing happening. Why should it be a shock to anybody? And I said this on Wednesday. It shouldn't really be a shock to anybody that has been listening to the word of God. Only God knows how many times we've preached Isaiah 60. That darkness will cover the earth and gross darkness the people. Only God knows how many prophecies have come. That shaking is coming. So this shouldn't be a shock to anybody. I think anyone that says it's a shock, particularly a leader, you are just being insincere. And maybe you are trying to cover up the fact that you are not doing what you ought to have been doing. But bless God, the good news is this. Before the problem came, there was a solution. Let me give you a few more examples. These are um, stories and scriptures that we are familiar with. 2 Kings chapter 4, from verse 1 to 7, we are told of the widow whose husband, that was the son of the prophet, died. And when he died, he was indebted. And the creditors now came to carry his children. So the widow ran to the man of God and said, ah, they're coming to take my children, sell them into slavery to pay the debt my husband left behind. You know the story, um, Elisha asked her, what do you have in your house? At first, she said nothing. Then she remembered the pot of oil. I'm very sure that pot of oil was in that house before the husband died. I'm very sure it was. Definitely, the way she ran to the prophet, the husband, who was the son of the prophet, could have run to the prophet. God had already prepared the solution. The pot of oil is in your house. Connect to your man of God. He will speak a word. That natural pot of oil will turn into a supernatural provision for you. Before the problem hit, the solution, the solution didn't come from heaven, as it were. It was in a house. It's the MO of God. We read of another story. Um, in fact, the same chapter, from verse 8 to the um, end of the chapter, the story of um, the Shunammite woman. This was a very well-to-do woman, but she had no children. And the Bible told us that every time Elisha came to Shunem, she told her husband, this is an old man of God. She will feed him in their house, feed him in their house. And one day she said, let's even make a guest chamber for him. And all the while she was looking, well, in fact, she had gone to the point where she had given up on having children. And it was that same man of God that had been coming to her house, only God knows for how many years, that God was going to use to bring out of that barrenness situation. The solution was always there. Glory be to God. I'm reminded of the um, story of um, the widow of Zarephath in 1 Kings chapter 17. 
the widow of Zarephath. Um, famine had been proclaimed over the land for three and a half years. There will be no rain. Um, Elijah declared that according to the word of the Lord. And everybody was going hungry. And the way God was going to take care of Elijah and the widow was that he told the widow. He said, God told Elijah, I have commanded this widow woman to feed you. That was their solution. Once you obeyed that instruction, I said, feeding the man of God, the barrel of meal did not waste. The cruise of oil did not dry up. In this season, your provision, your channels of provision will not dry up in the name of Jesus. You read that story in 1 Kings 17 from um, chapter 8 to 24. I'm deliberately giving you these references. For those of you that are not familiar, please read the text. I won't have the time to do that this morning. For those of us that are familiar, it's a very good reading. It will stay up your faith. You will see very clearly that before all these national or personal or generational or global challenges came, God had already provided a solution for his people. Second Kings 5, we read about Naaman. This is the final story I will point you to. And the Bible said God had given Naaman victory. And I mean, Naaman was a Syrian, by the way. And he would go into the territories of Israel and he would defeat um, the, the, the people of God, the Jewish people of God. And in one of the raids, they actually kidnapped this Jewish girl that now became a house help in Naaman's house. And it was there that she noticed that, wow, even though this man is a great man and God is using him to get victories, he's actually a leper. And one day she just told his wife, look, there's a man of God where I come from. He will heal this leprosy that you are suffering from. So all those years, Nehemiah was suffering from leprosy. God had already provided a solution. Hallelujah. This is what the Bible told us. We read the text um, while we were praying. Look at it very closely again. First Corinthians, and I will focus just on verse 7 right now. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. First Corinthians 2 and 7. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God, watch this carefully, ordained before the ages unto our glory. That wisdom is how we overcome all the things the enemy does. He said if the enemy had known it, he would not have done what he did. Because by the time we started operating in God's wisdom, all the rubbish he was doing, specifically in that text, he was talking about the crucifixion of Jesus. But the principle goes beyond just the crucifixion of Jesus. All the enemy did, through the wisdom of God, we were able to overcome and find solutions from all the enemy did. But watch that. It was put in place before the ages. Oh, hallelujah. Before the ages. So again, you have solutions. If you carry the Holy Spirit, God that provided the solutions, all the financial challenges you are going through, the health challenges you are going through, the economic challenges that may be befalling our nation and our world, before the foundation of the world, before the ages, God had provided solutions for our glory, for our victory. Hallelujah. And you just need to know how to operate in it. Let, let me tell you something else here as we go further. God has been preparing you for this season. I mean, I, I learned this personally and I've shared this story before. Um, I, I will open up a personal aspect of my life. When my mom passed away, I mean, it was such a shocker to me and, and my family. And I remember one of the things God told me at that time. I, I was on a flight um, I was in the U.S. at that time when it happened, and I was flying from one city to another. 
And as I was just praying, leaning on the Holy Spirit, seeking the comfort of God, God told me, this thing may have come as a surprise to you, that your mom passed on suddenly, but to me, it's not a surprise. I mean, COVID-19 may be a surprise to you, but to God, it's not a surprise. I mean, I, I saw this image as I was praying. When Satan called together all his chief demons and started planning and was going to attack the earth, I'm going to hit them hard, December 2019, as we start the new decade. By the end of the first quarter, it will be all over the world. When he was scheming and planning all the evil he wanted to do, God was looking at him. God was looking at him. There was a story we read in the devotional the other day um, about Elijah and the, and the, was it the um, king of Syria when he was attacking Israel? And every time he would plan something, God would tell Elijah. Elijah would tell the king um, of Samaria, this is what your enemy is planning, and they will have overcome him. That's how God operates. There is no surprise in this matter to God. And not only, as God knew what Satan was doing, he was preparing you as well. Hallelujah. If it came as a shock to you, understand that it did not come as a shock to God. This is what Jesus told us in John 14, 18. We've studied this text in this series. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you because we are God's children. And because God knew what the enemy was planning, the evil he was planning, even if you are not aware, God was preparing you for the season. So God told me on that flight, you may have been shocked, but I'm not shocked. And if you will listen to me and follow my lead, I will guide you through this process. If you don't just get over emotional, sometimes when tragedy hits, when crisis comes, people are just over emotional. They don't have time to listen to the Holy Spirit. And emotions is not a safe place right now. The Spirit of God is a safe place. And I mean, God just helped me, helped my family through that season. And we came out fine. Glory be to God. That's what God does for his children. He said, I will not leave you as orphans. It is orphans that nobody cares for. It is orphans that they are, since they don't have a father, that can't see the trouble coming. They are not prepared for the trouble. I, I, God showed me this text. I want to share this with you. In case you are here, you are saying, ah, yes, I'm a child of God, though, but I've not been praying. I've not been studying my Bible. I've not been doing what I know how to be doing. So I'm not really sure, Pastor, that God has been preparing me. Listen to what the Word of God says. 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy 2 and 13. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. So that you refuse to pray or you refuse to do the things you, to, um, you are supposed to be doing as a child of God does not mean God has um, neglected his duty to be your father and to protect you and to shield you. He is still faithful. Your unfaithfulness will not stop God from being a father to you. It may only hinder you from experiencing the best you could have. So you know the story of the prodigal son. The Bible says when he came to his senses, he ran back to his father. And everything he had lost was given back to him. The father will still remain a father. And I want you to know, child of God, God has been preparing you for this season. If you will listen to God's spirit and get into your safe places, even if you've not done it up until now, God will start revealing to you the things he has been doing, even without your knowledge, preparing you for the trouble that is ahead of you. And that's what God did for me. As I kept praying in that season, God said, this is why I told you this. This is why this happened. This, and I just realized, wow. So even though I didn't expect my mom to pass on and I didn't expect this kind of crisis at this time in my life, God had been working in my life because I'm his child. He's a responsible father. Hallelujah. So look very closely again 
at some of the solutions that God has given you. Because I, I think many people are like that widow with a pot of oil in their house. The solution is in your house. The solution is right next to you, but you are not perceiving it as a solution. And you are not doing the things you need to do to trigger the flow of the solutions. And I, I, I want to just take a few minutes to remind you of a few things we've said in this teaching that we've called solutions for you as I begin to close this morning. The covenant of God, like Daniel, is a solution. It's a safe place. The safe places we've mentioned, they are your solutions. Don't start looking for solution elsewhere. The grace of God, the children of Israel were in Goshen. The brothers of Joseph that sold him to slavery, the, his, his father Israel that did nothing, the Bible said Joseph prepared Goshen for them. They didn't have to do anything. They just had to walk in freely. That's how grace works. You need to be in the place of grace, in the boundaries of grace, we said. Your obedience to what God has told you. We talked about that um, concerning Noah. Those are your solutions, and that's how you trigger your solutions. There are solutions all around you. Your father is so responsible, so loving, so caring, so good, that there is no way God will have seen the devil planning evil for the world, and he won't have done something to protect you, his child. You just need to go into the safe place and lay hold on the solutions that he has provided for you. Of course, we talked about the fact that the word of God is a, is a place of solutions for us. Doing the word, standing on the word, building on the word. Jesus talked about that in Matthew chapter 7. Whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them is a wise man. The one that hears them but does not do them is a foolish man. Thank God for wisdom for you this season. And this is the main thing we focus on, the spirit of God dwelling in you as a child of God, the Holy Spirit. That is the solution for this season. Learn to speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Speak in tongues. Be anointed afresh. Again, I'm reiterating some things we've said. Be led by the Spirit. Listen for His voice. And as you do that, you will just see solutions everywhere. What the enemy intended for evil God will turn it around for your good. Let me close with this final thought this morning. Um, Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Um, I, I, I read those texts specifically, those stories about how God prepares us for trouble ahead for this particular reason. So Luke chapter 4, Jesus came to his hometown and he declared his manifesto to them, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me and he listed out solutions that came by the Spirit. And then, he announced to them, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. In other words, poor man, your solution is here. Broken-hearted man, your solution is here. Blind man, your solution is here. And the Bible told us, in fact, it said at first, they marveled at the amazing words he said, but rather than connecting to the word in verse 21, I believe, from verse 21, he declared the, the scripture is fulfilled in your ears, and then I said, saying, is this not the carpenter? And then Jesus told them in verse 25, please listen to this words very carefully. But I tell you truly, many widows were in the days of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up. Luke 4 from verse 25. The heavens were shut up for three years and six months, and there was a great famine throughout all the land, a national disaster. But to none of them, 
to none of them was Elijah sent except the widow of Zarephath. Then he talked about the story of Naaman. Verse 27, many lepers were in the land of Israel in the days of Elisha the prophet, but to none of them was, was um, none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. Hallelujah. So solutions were available. Some people enjoy the solutions. But many people missed out on it. And he explained to them why. You see, the attitude was their problem. And that's what Jesus told them in verse 23. Please watch verse 23 very carefully. You will surely say this proverb to me. He told them, physician, heal yourself. Whatever we have had you do in Capernaum, come and do it here in your own country. So I, I want to encourage you, please watch your attitude. I'm seeing a lot of negative, stinking attitude on people's comments online. You hear people joking at this time. Hey, where are the supernatural healers of this time? Why can't they come and heal people of COVID-19? Hey, your mouth. That's what some of those widows were doing in the day of famine. But there was this widow God told, take care of the prophet. A widow. I wonder how many widows God can tell, take care of the prophet in a time of famine that will obey. Most of them will come up with excuses. Ah, me too, I'm looking for more. And ignore the solution. You see, your obedience that's where the solution is. There are solutions everywhere. Even in times of famine and catastrophe, but many people have the wrong attitude. God sends his word to them. God sends instructions to them. God tells them, stay in my covenant, get into the ark, get into the safe place, but they are not listening. Look at Naaman's story. Naaman conquered Jerusalem, defeated Jerusalem. When the, the, the um, lady told him, the housemaid told him, go back to Jerusalem, there's a prophet here that will heal you. I mean, I know what many, the average warrior will say, where was your God when I was defeating your city? Your God that could not save you when I came to attack your city is the one that will kill my leprosy. Nonsense. But he listened. And that's why God could send victory to Naaman. Listen to the voice of God, this is. Listen to the Holy Ghost you carry on your inside. There are solutions everywhere for you. For you. Have the right attitude. When we say pray, come and pray. Don't say what has prayer done for us. Who has prayer helped? Who has prayer helped? I, I talked about Daniel. I mean, think about Daniel. Daniel was practicing the covenant in, in Israel. Nebuchadnezzar came, defeated Israel, sacked Jerusalem, took all of them captives. When he got to Babylon, he continued practicing the covenant. Most of his colleagues stopped. And I know what they said. The God that did not deliver us in Jerusalem, in Israel, what is the point following his covenant? Why should I continue tithing? If I've been tithing and this calamity has gone, why should I continue praying? Why should I continue serving God? No. God knows when he wants to bring the victory. He continued practicing his covenant down to the dietary level. It wasn't just prayer. It was, I will not define myself with the king's food. Hallelujah. There are solutions for you. Second Kings 7. Dr. K was talking about this all through the week. I want to close with that text. There was a famine. They had besieged Samaria. And one day the prophet stood up, by this time tomorrow, tomorrow about this time, Everything is going to turn around. The man on whom the king leaned is Ammon. He said, how can it happen? He mocked what he was saying. The attitude they had in look for, that's what he did. Physician, heal yourself. Do what you have done before. Come and do it here. Elijah told him, 
Elisha told him, you will see the miracle, but you will not partake of it. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. So I want you to understand there are solutions for you. God is on your side. God is fighting your battles for you. And things are turning around for your good. Lift your hands with us where you are. In fact, I want to encourage you to rise up on your feet and just begin to talk to God right now. Father, I see solutions everywhere. Declare what we just sang. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. On the other side of this storm, there's victory for me. I'm going to see a victory through this famine. I'm going to see a victory through these difficult times. I know you are not an irresponsible father. You have not left me as an orphan. While the devil was scheming his evil, God, you are designed wisdom for me before the ages to overcome this season. And I ask you, Lord, by your spirit, your spirit that dwells in me, your spirit that works in me, open my eyes, open my eyes. Come on, continue to talk to God. Pray, pray. Let God show you solutions. Don't just see problems this season. Don't just see problems. When the king of Syria sent that army to Elijah and they surrounded the city where Elijah was, his servant was only seeing the army of the Syrians. Elijah told told him, Lord, open his eyes. And he saw that those that were for us, solution, were more than those that were against us. And this fear just dissipated. There are solutions everywhere. God will not watch the enemy destroy his children. Come on, begin to pray. And lay hold, lay hold, lay hold, lay hold, lay hold, lay hold, lay hold on the solution. This is how you, you do it. You come to your safe place. The spirit of God within you is a safe place. Lean on the Holy Spirit. Pray out the wisdom. Pray the wisdom. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Wisdom that at the end of the day, to make it look like, had the devil known, he wouldn't have attacked us with this wahala. Because we have solutions. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is our solutions provider. I declare victory for you and yours. I declare open doors for you. Everything is working for your good. That's what the Bible said. For those that love God, and that's who we are. Here we are in church. They are even saying no physical gathering. But we are doing everything we can do to get connected in the spirit. We love God. And he said those of us that love God and are called according to his purpose. He causes everything to work together for our good solutions. They are everywhere. You will not be confused this week. You will not be confused in this season. You will know the right steps to take. You will not make wrong decisions. You will not be found in the wrong place. You will be established in a safe place. The name of the Lord will be a strong tower for you. You will be covered by the feathers of the Almighty. And when the dust settles, you will see that God has lifted you up. God has promoted you. God has elevated you. Come on, bless him. Let's pray in the spirit for a few more minutes. Oh, receive the word of God into your heart this season. Receive it. Receive it. And go into your safe place. Lay hold on your solutions through the covenant of God. Lay hold on your solutions in the place of obedience to Almighty God. Lay hold on the solutions available to you in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Lay hold on the solutions available to you in the word. And lay hold on the solutions available to you. By the Spirit of Almighty God. You are not alone. And for every question, for every problem, there's an answer, there's a solution. And I declare over you again, I decree over you, there's victory for you. Oh, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Come on, bless him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory, 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 glory be to God. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.